on top of Monday, on top of the loss, I also went out to Rouse and ripped my fucking bumper off. Ah, oh, why'd you do that? Well, I didn't do it on purpose. Oh. I parked over one of them things, and I ain't... Uh, you do that all the time, park over the thing. I ain't think nothing of it. I'm backing up, and I hear... Oh, no. Like, well, maybe I just... Maybe I just pulled over too loud. Maybe it was just kind of hard. Man, I get out and the bumper is hanging on the street. Oh my god! <laughs> so now I have no bumper. I got a dune buggy. My shit look like a dune buggy. <laughs> but anyway, I'm already over it. I'm just gonna get a new car anyway. Now I just really gotta get a new car. But I don't All have right. to get a new car because it still runs. It's just yeah. ugly as fuck. But whatever. I just thought it was a funny story to tell on my podcast. It is pretty funny. I'm, I mean, you know, laughing. La- yeah, exactly. Laughing is better than crying. So. Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the Quintessential Browns Podcast. Just like some wild pit bull QB Pierce. Welcome back. You can hear my voice how this week went. Um, but we are back anyway. Week eight of the Quintessential Browns podcast. I, I am your host, Music Lali. That's our other host, Jake Solomon. And oh, yeah. as you know, another tough loss. We did not learn from our mistakes. Um Anything you gotta say to the people before we really get into this bullshit? Um, I'm not as upset as I was yesterday. I will say that. Um, I'm I'm frustrated that we lost. The win was right there, but I actually don't think we we played that terrible. So I'm not as upset as I was, honestly. Yeah. Well. We're going to digest it, break it down, chew on it, spit it out. Well, all these euphemisms they use to talk about sports uh, and all that shit um, coming up <laughs> on this week eight losing episode of the Quintus of the Browns podcast. I'm Jackson, 
on the outside. So, like I said, dynamic players that they can get the ball to and make plays. And mostly just focus on the team. You're not really concerned about the uh, atmosphere or whatever. It's still just a game of football. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the what's going to go on out there. Well, I think we can get another one and be able to do it again. Now. I don't know. We, we, we try and control what we control as a, as a, as a team, um, but in certain situations, sometimes the rest are part of the game, and, and they make those calls. A lot of faith in us, and, and we, we want to be that team that if we're on the one-yard line, we can call a run and, and hopefully score and, and get in there. And um, Kareem's, you know, the back you want back there for that because he's, he's going to find a way to get in there. So. And I told him, I said, you know, look, eventually you're going to get another chance. You know, make sure you're ready for it. And Because uh, I had played him a couple times early in his career. And uh, he certainly has. Um, we're going to have our work cut out for him. He's throwing the ball very well. Um, he's really efficient, um, very accurate with his passes, high, high completion percentage, firm as we need to be on the inside. Um, missed some tackles. Um, gave up some big plays. Poor in the red zone, which continues really to, to be a thing. I'm, I'm really disappointed in our red zone. I thought we'd be further along in our package, and I know it's new, and we didn't get a lot of time on task early in the season. But, um, you know, we, we need to have urgency to be better in the red zone. Um, see what had happened. Third down, Geno Smith on the slant. Tyler Lockett, first down, near the 40. There is Walker with a big hole and a long run being chased by Juan Thornhill. And he's down. Smith, screen, Jackson Smith and Jim with a rookie. shared it 
uh, offense, defense, special teams, players, coaches. We share in those wins. We share in those losses. So uh, it's disappointing. But, uh, you know, I was obviously pleased with how we fought out of it. Um, but we, you know, we can't turn the ball over. That's uh, continuing to hurt us. Uh, so we got to find ways to not turn it over. And um, But ultimately just didn't get the job done. And that- Obviously, with the interception, you know, with the outcome, you're always thinking, what can you do differently? Uh, you know, we, we can't. We had options there. Uh, certainly, you can run it. Certainly, you can pass it. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the result was, uh, that, was uh, that was tough. It was a quick game uh, play. Uh, I have to look at it, but I mean, it was a quick play. So, Jake, they're all disappointing. To Jake, they're all disappointing. To Jake, they're all disappointing. They, yeah, they, they all sting. Um, and but bottom line is, number one, we'll share in it, and then we'll, we'll let it go. They did make note that if the first touch is on the ball, that's going to rule him down. So you can't. The person's on the ground, you can't knock the ball out because that once you touch the ball, he's down. But definitely was a consideration. Uh, you know, there's going to be plays that that you want back. Uh, obviously, you know, you're also looking to try to give your guys the best chance to go make a play. Honestly, Jake, they're all disappointed. Play that fuck up. We saw it. We was playing good. We was playing good from behind. They got out early on us, and I really wasn't worried because that they just score so fast. I'm never really worried when teams score really fast because it would be like if they would have just, like, just pounded on us or something like that, it would have been different. But to score that quick and, like, all right, whatever. They score right quick. We'll score. And then we did. And then we did again. And then next thing you know, we was winning. Everything was going the way it was supposed to go. Um, we wasn't giving up 40 points and 30 points. And it was just looking good. The defense that came awake. Because, we, you know, we started out giving up those touchdowns. It was like, oh, shit. But then we woke up, we stopped them. I think the guy said, I know for a fact I wrote down at least about four in a row, but they said we made like seven stops or seven third down stops. We kept just taking the ball and getting the ball back. And we pretty much had it under control. Like you say, we played pretty good. And then got down to the very last couple minutes of the game. And I wrote it down. Key plays. It was three. By PJ Walker, one crucial to throw on a third down and four on a possession that we really didn't need to like. We really need to score some points on that drive, or at least take some more time off the clock, but not turn the ball over on a poorly thrown third and four. Like you want third and four, third and three, all this type of shit. We get the third and short, and you fuck it up. Cool, whatever. We get it back because. They didn't do shit this time. Good. defense held up again. We get it back again. This time is third down. And he didn't throw a bad pass, at least not a low pass. But he did throw it in such a way where some dude did some Pele. I don't know what the fuck. Marinara. Was it dude? He used to play for the Cleveland Force. Just soccer ass shit. Hit the ball. Next thing you know is the interception. And then the last key play or plays 
those motherfuckers, they got the ball on like the 20 or some shit and marched up the field very easily and scored a touchdown. And that was our defense just fell apart at the wrong time. They was getting big plays, big chunks. And it just erased all, all the good ones so far. Pierre Strong looked good in his limited action. I like his footwork and his vision and his patience. Four fought some injuries, came back. Fucking Njoku was catching balls. Fucking uh, Kareem Hunt scoring touchdowns. <laughs> you can go ahead. It was that was <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, um, it's too bad that our defense had such a a poor start. We let up 17 points in the first quarter, and they didn't score again until the fourth quarter when the offense handed it to them with great field position at the 50, something around midfield. Our defense, yeah, it's too bad they could not have been locked in the whole game, but. We had chances, and we couldn't execute them. As bad as P.J. Walker played, that was his best game for us. Yeah, um, yardage-wise. Yeah, well, definitely yardage-wise. But I also felt like he was – it was his best game. He did have two interceptions. One, you could say, was that fluke hit off that defender's helmet, whatever. Uh, and he did – he did fumble on that once he had a sack fumble mm-hmm. on him. But like he said, Pierre strong did do well. Uh, it was great to see Njoku get involved. I wish yeah. we would use him more. We, we really did very well with screens and I've been waiting for them to do screens this whole year. I don't know why they've been so scared to do them, especially with an inexperienced quarterback. Um, we should have been doing screens for a long time, but um, like I said, the, at the top of the broadcast, Today, like I'm really not not that upset with the game. I I thought we played pretty well given the circumstances, and you know everybody knows like Seattle is one of the toughest places to play. Um, I actually thought we did pretty well with the exception of that first quarter defense. Um, you know, I I would have ran the ball on that on that third down that Stefanski had. I just think it's the safer play. What you can't do there is turn it over at midfield, make them work for it. Um, and so that is my, my biggest gripe. I wish we would have ran it there, but there was a lot of opportunities and, uh, we didn't make it happen. So it was, if we could have snuck out of there with a win, that would have been awesome at five and two, but you know, we're still okay. We're at four and three. And, um, I do feel like there has been strides with PJ Walker and it looks like, who the hell knows when we're getting Deshaun back? Who the hell knows? I do feel like if he can continue to grow and limit his mistakes, maybe he can just, you know, keep the train on the tracks until Deshaun gets back and, you know, we'll go from there. But, yeah, I'm obviously disappointed that we lost, but I'm not too, too upset about it. Yeah, because – you're right. We did play, especially after giving up so many points so early. Well, not so many, but those two quick touchdowns. We did play really good against another pretty good team. And you know mm-hmm. me, I don't yeah. know a shit about the teams <laughs> until we play them. And yeah. they had some fast, they had some weapons. And Geno Smith mm-hmm. was hard to catch. We only got one sack 
late in the game. He was very hard to catch. Yeah. But yeah, something good came out of it, like you say. Um, it was good to see Njoku getting some action. They went. He spread the ball out pretty good. He did have a pretty good game, aside from the the turnovers. He everybody, you know, Moore got some touches. He even found Marquise Goodwin. I forgot we had Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin got a touch. Um, he threw the ball to Bryant, but he like the announcer said he was too excited and he didn't sell his fake good enough. Yeah, and allowed yep. just to catch mm-hmm. up to him. Mm-hmm. But he was spreading the ball out on defense. JLK was making big plays again. I think it's his outfits. It's the pregame outfits. <laughs> you don't come to the game with all that garb on. You have to play like that. You can't play Got bad. To. No. Yeah. And um, and no, that that awesome tip and interception by Hurst. Hurst been playing good every mm-hmm. week. He done made a play nope. to compliment Miles Garrett. That is why our defense is so good. Not to mention the lesser touted guys, the Tomlinsons and the uh what's uh what's the other dude? 96. Darius I think Smith. This is Smith is a bigger name, but it's 96, I want to say. He keep making plays too. He good. Uh uh Jordan Elliott, yeah man. He's Elliott. Been, Elliott. He's been, yeah, that dude Yeah, so. this has definitely I think been his best season. To just give up 20 basically 24 point well Really, seventeen. That bullshit last touchdown. Whatever, twenty-four points. Wasn't the worst against Seattle, and we still, like you say, the silver lining is that we still are a above five hundred team. It would be nice to be five and two, but then whatever. Literally, everybody is four and three if they're not six and two. So we right in there with everybody. Not only in our division, but shit, most of the NFL shit is four and three. So. We're still in yeah. there, so we'll be all right. It wasn't the worst loss. We didn't get our ass whooped. The referees didn't fuck us over. We just made a, like like I said, we didn't learn from our mistakes of not running when we should run in run situations. Stop trying to make big play. And you're going to say after the game, well, you know, it's one of those, if, if he catches it, then we don't have this conversation. Of course we don't have this conversation. But also, <laughs> if you run it, we don't have this conversation. Yeah. So, whatever. Good shit. We'll talk about Stefanski in a minute. Mm-hmm. Also, side note, I did see online today that the Browns, this was my other issue with passing on that third down, which I'm not like, I'm not going to be the big, biggest critic. I do think we should have ran, but I did see online that the Browns are 30th in the league uh, with offensive efficiency when coming out of an empty set meaning there's no running backs in the backfield. Right, so right. five wide or, you know, whatever, four, four receivers and a tight end, whatever the case may be, we're 30th in efficiency, which makes total mm-hmm. sense because I hate when we have empty sets, especially, again, with the inexperienced quarterback. Unless you're doing a bubble screen or something, I really do not like it. So uh, just wanted to point that out as well. I, I didn't <laughs> like I, I would have felt better about it if it was at least one running back in the backfield, but what what can you do? What can you do? Metaphor of the week, how I felt watching this game against the Seahawks. Um, let me see. It was, it was a little cause for concern, and we got it under control. Thought we had it, and then we fucked up doing the same shit that we did. Okay, here we go. 
thought about it. Okay, it's like you take your kid to to his his he he wanted to box, so you take him to his box. He he been doing all right. There's one kid that he should have beat that he didn't beat because after he hit him a couple times, he looked back to see if I was watching to see mm -hmm. if he hit the dude. And then when he turned around, dude hit him with a hook, dropped him, lost mm -hmm. the fight. So I was like, man, you was doing good. Don't worry about it if I'm watching. Just win, fight your fight. So we back at another fight. It's starting to look, I don't know, here we go again. He got punched in the mouth and said, look, focus. So he didn't re regain focus. He whooping ass. And here he go again. Same thing. He about to drop the dude. I'm, I'm getting happy. I'm getting ready to text my wife. We, look, Our son is whooping ass. I'm about to hit sin. And he turned around and give me a little thumbs up. I can't even see his thumb because he got on the glove. And then turn around and get punched again. I say, God oh. damn it, you're supposed to learn from your mistakes. <laughs> and that's how watching this game felt. <laughs> oh, man. Gave a thumbs up and a glove that you couldn't see. That's fun. Couldn't even see it. Uh, hmm. All right. This game started bad and it kind of ended. We made a mistake at the end that you knew we shouldn't do. Hmm. I like that. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to say this was like, uh, this game was like, um, this, this game was like seeing a magician whose magic tricks you knew. And the magician was trying to convince you, like, no, you ain't seen nothing like this. And then he asked for a volunteer, and you see a box on stage. You're like, I know how you do this. I know how you do this. And he puts the person in the box, and he he makes it look like he cuts them. And you're like, I'm not going to believe. Like, there's no way I know what's happening here. Right, right, I know yeah. what's going to happen. I know seen what's going to happen. Seen this a thousand times. And then he does what he does. And then you say, see, I told you, yeah, you do all you do is put her in one box. She's not actually split. I told I knew this was gonna happen the whole time. And then it actually happened. I can't believe it actually happened. That's what the game was like. Seeing something that you knew was kind of gonna happen. And then when it actually happened, you're like, see, I knew this shit was gonna happen. And that was God, us passing the ball. Same right David Copperfield bullshit. Same bullshit was very much like seeing the same trick over and over and over and watching your son get his ass whooped for doing something mm -hmm. you knew he shouldn't have done yeah. a second time in three weeks. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Still four and three. We gotta re keep keep ourselves reminded that we are still four and three QED. Alright, let's give out some game balls even though we lost like I said, we had some deserving players. Um, in a loss, I'm going to go ahead and give it to... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to give it to Hurst. Like I say, Hurst keep making plays. He made a real big play. We needed that. We didn't get too many turnovers off of them. MJ got an interception, didn't he? Yeah, MJ got an interception. But I'm going to give it to Hurst just because his was more athletic and he a bigger dude. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a game ball to Hurst. He deserved one after this, this cumulative play this year so far. Yeah, that that was gonna be my pick, but 
I'll uh, pick someone different per per our tra- tradition. Um, uh, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll just give it to like special teams. I guess. Uh, Dustin Hopkins made all of his kicks, and Bajorquez punted pretty well. I thought he had three punts. One was inside the twenty. He was also, you know, he didn't have great field position when he had to punt. So. If I can't say Mo Hurst, I'll I'll just say special teams. Yeah, they were surprisingly impressed. I noticed the announcers was very impressed with our punts. Uh, yeah, no and I was also it was funny and undeserved that he was like, "You always got to look out for the dangerous Donovan People Jones." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know that you do. I don't know if he has any. Does he have any returns for touchdowns in his career? I, he might have one. I re, I can I, I can one. picture him taking something back, maybe a punt. Yeah." Yeah. Um I yeah. can picture him taking something back. Yeah, I can see a punt happening too. That's true. Oh. So yeah, that was quick. Yeah, we're not just spending too much time giving game balls to losers. Um speaking of losers, <laughs> let's do the this the new our newest or this season's weekly segment. It's uh Kevin Stefanski still calling the plays. Um Last week, we was pretty, pretty satisfied with the play calling. But then, actually, this week was up until the, at least one very questionable play. We were satisfied again with the play calling, and then he go and get hero syndrome or whatever the fuck he's thinking instead of just running on. Worst case scenario, you run the ball on third and four, get zero yards, kill, I don't know, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, and then run it again and then probably get it. And then if you don't, okay, well, whatever. They they got to go the same distance they would have went after you threw that fucking interception in yeah. the first place. Mm-hmm. So, am I pissed with the overall play calling? No. Am I pissed with that one play call? Yes. Was I pissed enough? Really pissed? Not really. And to actually, you pointed it out. And then that made me actually more pissed than I was when the game first went off. <laughs> and then I was like, after y'all talked to you, I was like, actually, yeah, you're right. That was really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I get play calling this week. Um, I give it, I give it a B. I guess he I guess he can still do it next week. Yeah, I think he he continues to keep his job, but it is going to be interesting because those are such key moments, and you got to know what your plan is. Like it's, it, you know, he almost needs to like practice coaching in a way for like those like under five minutes. You got You got to know what you're going to do, and like I again, like I know hindsight's twenty twenty, and are we like you said, are we talking about this if we if we passed and got that first down? Right. No, I don't think I. I still don't think I would have liked it. I I think I would have preferred a run, but I mean, you gotta know you cannot turn the ball over under any circumstance. If it's gonna be too tight of a, that's why if we're gonna do empty sets, I would prefer just a screen, just a quick bubble screen, if anything, because doing those slants across the middle are just so. You know, like what you know, linemen get their hands up. Things get to much like you know what Mo Hurst did. You put hands up, and anything can happen when that ball gets in the air. So, I think I give it a okay. B. I I do think he actually called a pretty good game. Um, 
those screens were really deadly. We had so much success with, with those screens and, uh, you know, giving it to our running back. So, um, we got Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper had a really, he had some really nice yeah. grabs, man. Um, but yeah, I gave it, especially a, after last game, we really didn't mm-hmm. look for him a whole lot last game. He, he made an yep. effort to get him a little more involved. Yep. That's good. All right. All right, Kevin. You good. You good for another week. <laughs> With the um, brownie bits, yeah. uh, brownie bits for this week. Like I said, um, I saw a lot of shit talking about his inconsistent turnovers in three games, which is a lot. But he is steadily improving, slowly but surely. He getting more and more confidence each week. Like I, like I said, this week he had his most practice with the first team and all that as then he did in the previous two games and it really you can see the difference and so I guess if they let him know early he gonna start he can get that out the way in his head and that help him play a little bit better and then I think he got one of those I can't fuck up twice mentality so like mm-hmm. I really thought he was trying to make up for that third and four that he fucked up on that other pass he was like I'm gonna make sure I don't fuck up this third down pass and it got fucking deflected so, other than that, um, I still like them. I don't know. Tomorrow, they say, is a trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some other quarterback. I just don't know who would it. They're talking about Brissett is off the table and what other, who other name I heard. Um, for some reason, Matt Ryan, <laughs> I heard, <laughs> like, bringing him out of the booth. So, like, ah. I don't know, man. I I think we better off mm. PJ just letting PJ Walker just yeah keep on staring steering the ship. Yeah, at this point, I don't know who's out there that would be able to. Yeah, if we're not gonna get Jacoby, yeah, I yeah, I think you just go with PJ and. Hopefully Watson comes back soon. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know when he's coming back, but yeah, it's not not looking good for him. So, well, oh, yeah, because they won't say like nothing definitively, which I guess is good for us to have to not worry about every week if he's gonna play or not. But then mm-hmm. they don't put him on energy reserve, which guarantees him out for what four weeks or six four weeks, weeks or some shit like that. Yep, four weeks. So it was just an uncertain. I guess they let us know by Wednesday. So we didn't know by Wednesday. Hmm. I guess so. I guess so. Yep. I did see that Kareem Hunt was pissed that he didn't get the ball on that. On yeah, that I, I saw that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he gave it to somebody else. He just didn't. That's true. He didn't run it at all. So, yeah. And also, I like to note how many people was at the, how many Browns fans was at the Seattle game. It was a all like it was a like when we did good shit. You can hear the amount of people cheering for yeah. like good like it was a good amount of Browns people mm-hmm. out there. That was dope. Yeah. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, you can hear. The barking, yeah. you could you could hear them yo for Coop after he got those catches. You hear them yeah, saying Coop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, Brown Browns fans travel really well, especially at the you know being up 
two games over five five hundred at the time. Um, yeah. That's something to be excited about. So. Yeah, man, that was dope. Okay, speaking of five hundred in our record in two games, let's do hopes and previews. Mm. Hopes and previews for Week Nine against who we playing, Statman? We play the Arizona Cardinals. All right, so here we go. I don't want to get my hopes up. What's their record? I think they're they're one and seven. See, this is just the type of game <laughs> that we would go into overconfident, and these mm-hmm. fuckers want to show that they they professionals too, and they get paid to win too, and yeah. just <laughs> like. When nobody gave us a chance against San Francisco, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, and everybody gonna think this Miles Garrett is gonna come in there and beat the fuck out of us, and these fuckers are fuck around and find a way to win." I don't think so, but I'm just disclaimer in case that happens. QB Pierce, <laughs> you heard it here first. That some bullshit like that <laughs> is bound to happen. Well, who are they quarterback? Well, it was Josh Dobbs who were, there was also talk of uh trading trade, yeah, trading for him back, which yeah. would be kind of funny. Um, but they they're benching him and they are either starting Clayton Toon, who I've never heard of, but he definitely sounds like a racist white guy, uh, or they're starting hmm. Kyler Murray, who's coming off of his ACL injury. So see Kyler Murray the type that try to be all hell yeah this perfect game for me to come back and show I'm, I still got it against the so called number one defense. Hmm, who they running back? Um, who is the running back? Um, let me see. Uh oh, James Conner. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. I know they got rid of D Hop. So who they who would they be their top receiver? Mar- Marquise Brown is their number one wide receiver, and I take that back. I think James Conner's hurt, and I think uh, Amari Demarcado. I might be butchering that name, but he's the lead back now, and he's actually not bad. He's on my fantasy team. He's not bad. He is not bad. But yeah, Marquise yeah. Brown, Hollywood Brown. He's uh, Hollywood he's their receiver. Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yep. Well, on paper, again, it sounds like. Um, it should be a walk in the park. One and seven, those guys. Well, I don't want to underestimate them, underestimate them. But out of five hopes, I am going to go with a very, very, very optimistic 4.5 hopes that we can beat these guys, especially coming off a heartbreaking loss like this. Yes. They got their blood in their mouth. The taste mm-hmm. of their mouth or whatever, like they say. Yeah, I will say I think I think we, we should play pissed off. We should be, like you said, mm-hmm. not taking this team lightly. I know defense is going to show up. Uh, I, I would give this 4.7 out of 5 hopes. I really think no, they're going to come out strong. Yeah, strong so. <laughs> Finally, more hopes than me. <laughs> We already had QBP. We we should beat the fucking Arizona one and seven Arizona Cardinals. But I'm not gonna poo poo on their record. They are professional football players. But fuck them.
Um, final thoughts for week eight against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, well, they aren't who we thought they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought we was going to come in and just beat them. They put up a good fight early. Then they kind of just really took a, took a, a backseat for the two, two middle quarters. And they all of a sudden found just enough just enough fight in them. It's like you beat somebody ass and you win in the fight and then all of a sudden they just hit you hard as shit and like just the fight is over. And you're like, what the fuck? I was winning this fight. Um, so my final thought is we cannot make the same mistake thrice. Run when you should run, Kevin Stefanski. That's it. My final thought. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, I think my final thought is yes, Stefanski still has to get better at, at managing games. He did call a good game, but yeah, it's those key moments that I think you gotta look at what is gonna set yourself up for success more. Like we just can't the one thing you didn't want to do is have a turnover in that situation. So that that's my final takeaway. Um is that we just gotta be smarter, play better and execute more i guess you could say that for every week but um i am hopeful about this next game and after this game i think is a string of divisional games so i'm really hoping that this next one can put us in a good position if we can win this one then we're five and three we're a game back from the ravens and the raven you know we play them and then the steelers after cardinals QE Pierce, this has been another episode. We lost. Hopefully next week we won't have the same type of tone and we do better. But until next week, I've been Yusuf Ali. That's Jake Solomon. Fucking go Browns. Go Browns, yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! Yeah.